welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes down a little deep dive, that used to be, and could be, a ratings war between WCW and WWF. I like your optimism, but... Well, (laughs) last week, for the past, like year i've been saying what used to be and then last week you finally called me out on it it's like yeah but we just need to come up with a new one not say what used to be and what i don't know maybe possibly could possibly one day sort of be again well that doesn't sell it you know hey no sell it anyway yeah no yeah it's in the gimmick yeah we know sell this (sighs) a ratings war between (laughs) wwf we're on we're on the go go home show to uh, Great American Bash for WCW, which at w- one point I did not know we were because Finally. WCW really never pubbed it. Oh, they take care of it this week. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> wake yeah. me up before you go, go. They really want you to know that it's happening this week. WF is just, they have a three man number one contender situation. I don't remember it taking this long to get to the, the, the end. The fin- end game. I keep waiting to talk should, about it. Should aim for the head. And all of a sudden, I'm like, another week's gone by, and we still can't talk about it. Nope. Well, we can talk God about the fact. That, we can talk about the fact that I'm your host, Joseph Lesso. I'm alongside here with the greatest human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Uh, yes, that's just my pacemaker. <laughs> it's it's the producer's coffee machine, and the chosen they put, one. They put the producer's coffee machine in my chest. Yes, they Holy did. fuck! I think they fucked up. <laughs> decaf. But we don't fuck up with the chosen one, Mike. We will. I have. <laughs> I like, is he dead? So much love for each and every one of you listening to this podcast right now. The, the, I don't know how, hmm. how. Hmm. And I mean that sincerely. Is that a good thing or I, uh, what? I mean, I take it as sincerely when Eric Bischoff says it. So I can only assume that our listeners are taking it seriously when uh, the chosen slap nut says it himself. Ha <laughs> Okay. And Jeff Jarrett gets to play X Pac again this week. Okay. God uh, damn it. What the hell? Okay. Are you for real? Yeah. I am for real in Atlanta, Georgia on June 5th of the year 2000 for WCW Nitro. Phillips Arena. Yeah. Because they had taken over Georgia now. Brand new Phillips Arena. Uh, commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and Scott Hudson. Uh, we get a recap of the storyline between Tank Abbott and Goldberg. Because tonight's the night, guys. Gold Berserk is back. Well, I do love the the highlight than ever. I do like the highlight film of Tank Abbott calling him out, and then Goldberg's monster truck torturizing them for the <laughs> month and a half. Fucking truck! And you find out he's not even driving it. He's not even driving it. Well, don't worry, guys. Uh, we see earlier today of Steiner, uh, uh, Rick Breaker, the son of. Braun Breaker, the father of Braun Breaker, and Stank Abbott showing up in their uh, uh, rent center car. And so, we for later that, did you see what was in the background behind that shot? Mm-mm. It was a white limo just parked on the side of the checks out that they didn't get. Yeah, you, don't, you don't worry about that, that until li- later. That limo? I would worry about that limo okay. that hasn't pulled in yet. Well, let's go. 
Let's go to the ring. As one, Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo come out. And what did the way one Mr. Chosen one here, Boobles, introduced himself to, that's what Bischoff did. I've been waiting it's for this. It's classic Bischoff. I've I been know. waiting for this, and I'm so happy it's it here It gives now. me NWO feels. It's so great. NWO feels, you say, huh? Um, Bischoff makes fun of a Luger not being here and Liz afraid to leave a room. Uh, well, I mean, he's always at the arena and the hotel. It's right. It'll work out. It'll work out. He knows, she knows he's back today. It sounded so. to me. It sounded like Bischoff was going to sick. It sounded to me like he was going to cut it to like a video package or something. And then he's like, "No, I want to bring up uh, how Scott Steiner's taking on Vampiro because he's like Luger's not here, and he doesn't want to be here. You know why?" And I'm like, "Okay, cut to the footage of what we're reasoning here." And it's like, no, no, this is just a real quick write off of Luger. Yep. Scott Steiner will be taking on Vampiro tonight. Kevin Ash is going to go through the new blood. Come back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Later on, probably. Uh, Not for a while. Uh, Nash is going to do the new blood gauntlet match. And if he loses, he loses his title shot at the Great American Bash. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Jeff Jarrett will be taking on one Sting tonight. <laughs> God damn it. He's taking on Sting! What the hell? God damn it. What did Jeff Jarrett ever do? Uh, Vin- with this Vince Russo gets to talk, and he says how he was forced out of New York, and he had to move to Atlanta. It's the worst eight months of his life. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Then he calls out Atlanta Braves pitcher John Rocker. We'll stop you right there real quick, Joe. Okay. Corey. Yeah. You got to pick. Who are you rooting for in a fight? Vince Russo or John Rocker? <laughs> I need. <laughs> you got to pick one. For maybe the first and only time in history, I'm a Vinny Ruga. Damn. Heard of Air Force. Because John Rocker can fuck all the way off. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this feud shit? Even the, for the crowd were like, yeah, we don't like John Rocker either. Fuck John Rocker. <laughs> uh, Russo then brings up his cage match with Ric Flair tonight. Uh, as he says, he's going to attempt murder by taking Flair to the top of the cage and then shoving him off. Yeet! On his bleach blonde head. Uh, Bischoff gets the mic and says he's going to do Russo a favor and he's going to take the hardcore title away from Funk himself. Uh, then Bischoff brings up Goldberg, saying that they've known each other for a while. Um, Goldberg can take on Abbott, but then he needs to stay out of uh, Nash's match. Nothing personal, just stay out of the match. I like you, Bill. We've cuddled before. You were the big spoon. But don't mess with my business. I bet Eric was the big spoon. Probably. Goldberg's a little bitch. Uh, We see Goldberg watching from the backstage on the tiniest monitor possible. And then uh, Russo gets the mic and just tells him to suck it. He doesn't know him, so suck it. And then Goldberg comes out to destroy the security (laughs) Bischoff's like, what? No, no. Hold on. So Russo was awesome here. So listen up, Bill. Eric's like, don't fucking do it. Russo's like, I'm going to say something. Don't fucking say it. Bill, suck my balls. Yeah. But I had a huge fucking problem with the segment. Yeah. Man. They ruined the pop for later when he comes out here. Yeah. They fucking ruined it. Miss me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh. Well, of course, but it's Russo had his lines in. But you so. can decide not have him come out. 
You ruined that initial plot that you've been building to for six months. You ruined it. But was Russo in the ring for this segment? Bro. Well, we come back from commercial. We have Eric Bischoff yelling at Russo. Jarrett shows up finding out why he's X-Pac and why he is having another match tonight. And Bischoff tells him to be a pro and just do it. Damn. Then Kidman comes in and says he wants to match with Horace and uh, Hulk Hogan. And then Tori yells at Kidman and then leaves. Bischoff's like, where's your ass going? And he tells Kidman, I don't... You know, this feud's been on too long. I don't give a fuck about your feud with the Hogans. I don't do it. Get out of here. Do whatever you want. Tori left. I don't care what you think. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, our first match of the night is Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo versus Chronic for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Chronic destroys them to start the match. Then the cat comes out. Then there's a brawl outside. Cat gets inside the ring and argues with the ref. Um, Brian Clark and Palumbo fight in the fans. The cat has the ref make a 10 count. Uh, cat puts him in a standing arm lock and tells him to count. <laughs> um, Adam notices this and throws Stasiak into the ring, but the cat then tells the ref to ring the bell. Your winners via count out. Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo. Uh, Chronic uh, was going to give the cat high time, but Stasiak and Palumbo get involved. But Chronic takes care of them to make them still look strong. Uh, then we go backstage with Kidman barging into the locker room and yelling at Tori, telling her to go to her place. Major Guns tries to tell tells Kidman to stay away, stay out, and he just tells her, get away from me, you dumb bitch. Calls her a dumb bitch. So she goes and cries. We're going to fucking choke Kidman out. How are you doing? We go to the parking lot. crying in wrestling. We go to the parking lot with Nash and Steiner showing up with the freaks. Uh, Pamela. Jesus Christ. Pamela Paul Shock shows up. So I I think I missed a segment at some point. Where where did this dumb shit come from? Uh, Pamela? Yeah, what? She she was one of the NWO girls. She was the NWO girls. And then... They've repackaged all of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was like, where the fuck did you sh- like show up all of a sudden? You're just stopping people and just talking to them. This is Ru- so trying to get rid of Mean Gene, basically. With tits. Yeah. <sighs> so Pamela asks, you know, how do you feel about going to the gauntlet match? And she go, he, Kevin Ash goes, is this Goldberg here? She says yes. And he's like, all right, my gimmick is still alive. I'm the last one here. <laughs> and Steiner starts laughing. He's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, my gimmick is still, <laughs> still alive. Then we go to the Misfits and Actions locker room, and then Major Gun shows up crying. Uh, and then they just basically like tell her, like, just stop. Just stop crying. And then G.I. Bro shows up out of nowhere. Booker T is like, all right, tonight's mission is to kick Kidman's ass. Uh, well, first he's totally dismissive. Like, Quit your damn crying, you bitch. And then he's like, because she's crying, we're going to kick his ass. Like, you weren't just a fucking asshole. Stop dude. crying, honky. Yeah, right? I'm mad about my gimmick, sucker. Then we see Goldberg and Nash sitting together. Fuck they tell Goldberg dude. to kick. They and then Steiner's in the room with them, and they both tell Goldberg to kick uh, Abbott's ass. So Corey, in my notes, I have, hey Corey, how do you feel about that? I hated every fucking second of this segment. I wanted Steiner and Nash to attack Goldberg, leave him laying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, this this is terrible. Because last time I checked, before Goldberg got hurt, who Corey, was he hunting down? The NWO. Yeah. 
And who was part of that that little uh, well, group? Both Kevin Disco Nash Inferno. and Scott Steiner. How about that? Now they're best friends. <coughs> they're hugging, pounding each other. This shit's disgusting. With their fists. I can't. Is Goldberg Orange Cassidy? Might be. In the situation? No, they're, they're best friends. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Nash says he owes him one. Yeah, this is fucking stupid. I hate it. What in the shit? This is dumb as hell. Speaking of that, then we go they're back to the ring with the MIA calling out Kidman. But the filthy animals come out of Kidman. I guess that's there's still a team in a... They're loosely affiliated. Loosely affiliated. Got it. He's, he, he's filthy adjacent. When he Fil- doesn't have his main piece, he hangs with him to get side pieces. Well, our next match is... I see what it is. He's, it's like when Ja Rule went to the hood. Like, you don't really belong here, but your parents a, are a Shanti, that week. A, a Shanti doesn't come with him that weekend. Uh, our next match is G.I. Bro versus Kidman. It's a short match, a.k.a. Major Guns gets to the ring low and uh, low blows Kidman. Or attempts to, but Tori comes in and then low blows Kidman. Oh, and then they blow the camera angle. Good by not showing the fact that he'd taken out a cup and thrown it at her. Totally missed that. Yes. Um, what they did catch to start the match. So Booker T is portraying like this, you know, military like guy. Correct. Uh, yes. Yes. G.I. Bro. G.I. Bro. I don't know how many military folks you guys know. Uh, None of them a couple. have tearaway camo pants. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? Last time I checked, I don't. I, I, I asked my dad, do you have any camo pants? And he said, no. I'm like, well, you should get some. Do they make them tear away? I believe I could be wrong because I wasn't alive. I believe those went away with Vietnam because that was in their free love. And when you're in the middle of bombing countries and shit, you might just find your, you you got a moment or two. When, when you got to make it count. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hiroshima, you see a bomb coming. Oh, God. And it's just someone's pants falling because they fucking to- they ripped their throwaways <laughs> and tossed them. Free love, man. Yeah, free love, baby. Groovy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> in parachuting or parachute with your pants drip away in the wind. You just fall to earth butt-ass naked. <laughs> kill, kill the guy behind you because it gets stuck in his face. Shot at Can't him. Can't see. Ah, God. Indent the ground below you because it's Colonel Parker that's falling from the sky. <laughs> it's, just not, it's just not practical. That's all I'm saying. He's got no pants, but he's got a kickstand. <laughs> Man, he's holding that bazooka with his legs. It's impressive. <laughs> um, That's not a bazooka. Ski ski. <laughs> God damn. Uh, bro hits the bookend or the bro end up to you. I don't know how you want. What do you want? Bro end. <laughs> the bro end. It's up to you guys how you want. That to, sounds uh, suggestive somehow. I don't like it. I'm gonna call it um, little boy. <laughs> the little boy end. Got it. Wait. Little boy end. No, 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 I didn't no, put no. End. You put no, end. No, no, no. I was making a nuclear weapon joke. Oh, he wasn't. <laughs> he was making a five to ten joke. <laughs> well, disco gets to the ring. Five and, will get you ten. <laughs> uh, and it hits GI Bro with a chair. It's an all-out brawl. Kidman gets the chair and lays everybody out with the chair. Cut her hair off. Uh, we go backstage when we see uh, Abbott getting ready. Bischoff and the cat are to the ring. We get a recap of Funk defending his hardcore title against Norman Smiley, Vampiro, Candido, and the, and that horse and the triple threat. Awesome match. Our next match is a hardcore championship. Terry Funk defending against Eric Bischoff. I mean, 
I mean, he did travel. He did uh, challenge Vince McMahon once. Mm. Been around the world and now, yeah, yeah. He's uh, accompanied with the by the cat. Cat throws a chair at Funk. Cat uh, then does hits the cartwheel kick. Bischoff uses nunchucks, but Funk defends him with a trash can. Uh, Funk hits Bischoff with a trash can. Cat grabs Bischoff. They run to the back. But then we heard showing the commentary team because they didn't know they were going to be on camera as Tony yells, we were just stalling for time. <laughs> At least he's honest about it. He's like, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Then you want to hit, hit your favorite Nitro Girls music? Ow, ow, ow. Thank you. As Miss Hancock comes out. Ow, ow, ow. As she's going to come out dancing, but then uh, one Kimberly. Spastic dry heaving. Get it right. Spastic dry Wayne heaving. Bennett shows up. Yeah. But uh, only somehow a worse dancer. But don't worry, guys. We're saved by. The bell? No. Kimberly and Mike Awesome. Uh, no, we're definitely mm, not nope, saved. No, we're not. Definitely not saved. Uh, Kimberly see it, uh, says that Hancock's trying to steal her spotlight, tells her to get out of her ring. So and she say Mojo. She's Still gonna, in my mojo, baby. I wish. Uh, she, she tells. Uh, she t- Whatever. About to be. Um, <laughs> time you up. What? <laughs> Kimberly tells her to get out of the ring so she can show how to dance, but Kimberly takes the clipboard and hits Hancock with it. Uh, Hancock gets on the mic and tells. So, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. So Kimberly hits her as hard as she can, right? And yeah. Hancock acts like she got fucking shot. And then 10 seconds later, stands up and's on the mic, like, what the fuck are you doing? Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. As she then ow, ow, ow. tells Kimberly to get her fat ass back in the ring, and then um, Kimberly says uh, she'll give her a fat lip later tonight. Oh, got her. Um, got him. Kimberly walks back into the back as Funk and Bischoff start coming back to the ring. Mike Awesome just looks at him go, huh, I'm with her now. And just like walks beyond <laughs> instead of helping the guy. Oh, uh, Who's your boss? More on that later at the end of the show. As yeah. uh, they now walk back into the ring, uh, Funk uses a wheelbarrow and puts Bischoff back in the ring. Then we cut to Russo with the Mamelukes, as then he sends them to the ring. Mamelukes come out, take Funk apart. Vito hits a flying elbow on a chair that was on top of Funk. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, they put oh a trash God. can lid on Funk. I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Calm down, my dude. They hit, no. him with a, they hit him with a broom handle. <laughs> they DDT Funk and Bischoff. Uh, they put Bischoff on top and your new hardcore champion. She could use me as her ashtray. Her new, your new hardcore champion is one Eric Bischoff. Uh, yeah, well. Okay. I remember being disgusted at the time, but come to think of it. It's a meaningless belt that means nothing. So, so you mean all their titles? Well, care, technically, yeah. this is all part of the match, this whole fucking segment. Yeah. So I rated it. Negative six stars. This <laughs> Neg- was the dumbest fucking segment I've ever goddamn seen. No, this fucking killed me. What in the fuck was this? I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's Because when like- they left, like three minutes in the match, I was like, cool, no bait and switch here. I'll be honest. I didn't hate the beginning of this show. I didn't love it. I didn't, I hate, didn't it. hate it. I didn't hate it. Except for the was, Goldberg coming out. But I was yeah. fine with it up until this match. This killed it for me. And it took a long time to get back into this God, show. God, this oh, was yeah. terrible, dude. What a fucking terrible segment. Uh, speaking of a park limo, a limo shows up. <laughs> there it is. He's <laughs> back out of screen and came back in. Yeah, back up and we're back in. Okay, and- so hold on before we pull out there and lose it. Okay. We're watching Survivor Series. This is happening live. 
And, and Rhea just stared at me through the camera. And I couldn't. She stared into his soul. I couldn't handle it. Uh, you could tell. Ric Flair shows up with well, his Luke's family. seduced the hell out of me. So we're... Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> How dare you? He just, he just compared Kimberly to, to Liv Morgan, by the way. That's what he just did. How dare you? Oh, no, wow. no. I'm going to, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to jump a little ahead on this podcast. I'm going to say this right here. Most overrated diva in the history of the fucking business, Stacey Keebler. That's fair. Oh, my. That's fair. Brings nothing, really. She's legs. I don't, legs haven't been relevant since 1936. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. She's hot. I got news for you. She's all right. Most of the women on that roster are hot. So she, there's nothing special I mean, she, about. She's her. no Patty Stonegrinder. I mean, she's no mm-hmm. Nitro Girl beef. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> back to the show. All Wait, right. She also. Oh, no, it's a joke play. I'll say. All right. <laughs> Our <laughs> next match is for the U.S. title. Has it Scott Steiner defending against one Vampiro? Vampiro. Vampiro brings out a uh, blowtorch and some gas again. Yeah, Scott Steiner don't give a fuck about none of that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um. Back and forth, they fire on the announce table. Steiner throws Vampiro over the top, over the table, knocks Tony headset off. Uh, Vampiro hits uh, Steiner with the chair, then the blowtorch. But then uh, Ma- Mad USA takes over Medusa, <laughs> and she does it. a cross body on Vampiro uh, again. He hits him with the physical blowtorch instead of yeah. I don't know turning it on. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well. Uh, Vampiro uh, chases. M- m- it's um, like loading the gun and then hitting him with it. Like, yeah. shoot him. <laughs> well, that part's all for show. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Fuck. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Vampiro chases Medasia up the ramp and threatens, I would too. threatens to set her on fire. Oh, no, I wouldn't How do that. How dare you? But Sting I comes out, <laughs> hits, uh, hits, him on the, uh, hits him with a bat. Sting then brings Vampiro back in the ring. Steiner puts Vampiro in the Steiner recliner. Um, in fact, is now the time? Like, no, it might be the time. I'll tell you what. They said something on commentary that I'd never heard before. Mark Madden did. And speaking of Medasia, like most women I go out with, I would whiner, diner, and Frankensteiner. There it is. Which, by the way, I got news for you. I, uh, I ruined the bit by saying I never heard it before. I had a whole joke planned for the podcast <laughs> that I immediately ruined it. But I'm going to sell the joke anyway. I like it. I'm going to say... <laughs> When I heard this when I was 20, trust me, go with it. It's good. Okay. When I heard this when I was 20, I took it to heart. And uh, let's just say a couple of dates ended very badly. (laughs) (laughs) Until I finally figured out. How to do it right. What that third one was actually meant to be. (laughs) You worked yourself into a shoot, brother. So yeah, you, I so wind her, like, I dined her, and then, and then I, you Frankenstein her at the restaurant. And then I the ropes, and I just fucking, (laughs) boom, dropped the hammer, brother. Checks out, you know. I like it. it's a McQueen special. Um, uh, but I love that. I want a shirt. Weiner Diner Frankensteiner. It's so great, dude. Did you? Uh, <laughs> so I, I got so off mic. So uh, off mic here. I texted Corey. I was That's like, on mic. You're talking. We found your. I found your your. You're uh, saying. You're my saying. saying. My new catchphrase. And Corey texted back. He's like, I literally just fucking watched that part. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> So how chaotic this chaotic this ending was? Because I thought I heard a bell. <laughs> it could have been it yeah. was a figment of our imagination during the gas moment. But bell who knows? Ring? Who knows? R and B security come out, but maybe Sting, Christian Edge stole it. Maybe, but Sting and uh, Scotty Steiner uh, 
takes care of them with the hair. Yeah, so those two looked a little uneasy together. Didn't they? They didn't acknowledge each other. They didn't. Uh... Well, they are former NWO members, so yeah, one red, one I mean, white. Everybody. The oh no, we're talking about Steiner was red for like a cup of coffee, but not with Sting. That's true. But once you're, but aren't you? But we're not real estate Sting. He's still trying to figure out who uh, who that blonde dude that's uh, been knocked out is. But uh, if you're NWO, <laughs> aren't you NWO for life? So uh, yes, you are. Um, and they know that. The reunions can be uneasy. A couple of the guys, yeah, keep them separated. You well, know. let's go to the top of the hour. Let's do Tank Abbott versus Goldberg. <sighs> At the top of the beginning of the second hour. I can't wait well, to talk about what happened on Raw. I can't wait to talk about it. That makes sense, though. because it does. That goes yeah. up against the beginning of Raw. And if they're going to do anything to dent the beginning of Raw, it's going to have to be Goldberg. Yeah, well, it's a lost cause. Goldberg destroys him. Yeah, I love the build. All that build, right. for a squash match. Uh, Goldberg, which we all knew. Oh, yeah. Goldberg with a stiff sidekick, and then Brett somewhere. Brett's like, no. Don't, they referenced it. Yeah, Scott Hudson was like, "That's what put Bret Hart out." We haven't seen him for a while. I'm like, "Why the fuck would you bring <laughs> it up?" Jesus Christ! Just makes your number one guy there look unsafe and untalented and untr. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this match well, was a squash. Goldberg's going for the spear, but Rick Steiner comes out and hits him with the Ooh. chair. Br- uh, Rick Breaker. Rick Breaker, thank you very much. Uh, Goldberg's now slightly busted oh, the open. Clan. Uh, Kevin Nash comes out, but he comes through the crowd. Uh, Nash pulls Br- <laughs> Breaker out of the ring. Goldberg hits spear, jackhammer for the win. And uh, nobody told security he was going to do that because he had to like fight through fucking people to get through that crowd. Yeah, that's a big dude. Yeah, that's a big fucking dude just mm-hmm. running through you. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, we, big sexy dude. we come back from commercial. We're backstage. <laughs> dude, hold, on, hold on. Before we go any further oh, on okay. that, Sorry. speaking of he's a big tough dude. Yeah. Did you? I saw a um, Did You Know movie factoid on Twitter today Ooh. about, um, oh, what, what the fuck? Secret of the Use. No, the, fact, the movie was in 2005. Um, Magic Mike. No, he was the bad guy for uh, Punisher. Yeah, he's in the he's Punisher. Punisher. Yeah, yeah, he cut his hair. Yeah, and he plays the Russian. Yeah. There was a scene where the Punisher was supposed to stab his character. Yep. And they didn't know it, but he didn't have the fake knife and actually stabbed Kevin Nash. And Nash no-sold it and finished the scene, and that's the scene they use in the movie. Jesus Christ. Like, he's, like, bleeding, and it just finishes the scene. What happened to Leo in uh, Django? Yeah. He smashes the glass. And they play it, yeah. Yeah. He really cut the fuck out of his head, and he yeah. just went with it. Yeah. And you getting stabbed and just finishing the scene? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, Brandon Lee, what's up with your excuse? <laughs> yeah. I, I, Too I, soon? Yeah. No. yeah. Nah, we're past the statute no, limitations we're on good. that. I, I, stopped I didn't my, say rust. I, I, I'm... I'm <laughs> nah, it's a bald one. I'm not surprised. I pray. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I stubbed my toe. I'm out for two weeks. Um, you and every NFL player. Yeah, I'm right, brother. Uh, we go to uh, Nash and Goldberg sitting backstage with Nat- Goldberg yelling at the doctor to stitch him up. Stitch me up, dog. Cut me, Lou. Then we go to... That's more iconic. Uh, pa- Pamela with Kimberly and Mike Awesome because they need more screen time. Did you say Pan? Pan-a-ma-la. Oh. Yeah, M silent. Oh, there's two N's. Got two. it. Dude, I can't take much more, Kimberly. I, I swear to God. 
Remember when she got I, thrown out of a car? Can we do that again? Yeah, can we do that again? <laughs> can we do it this time? Can we do it this time, though, when the NWO is driving with the Steiners and they go off? But this ejector. We've been through a casino cuss. Yeah. We have been through a lot in the five years we've done the Monday Night War stories. Yeah. A lot of bad shit from both companies. Yep. Kimberly's breaking me. So it, close to the end, I'm almost ready to tap out because of Kimberly. It's one of those things, like... You can't even stand her on mute. No. No. Like, she is hot. She is a hot woman. She is so annoying, it's totally negated the hotness. Yes. She is hot. She's not as hot as she thinks she is. Well, that's true. And she's also not Tori, so. That's very true. You know. It's bingo, bingo. Ow, ow, Bongo. ow. Uh, Kimberly makes fun of Pamela. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go to our next she's match. she's hot, too. Yeah. She doesn't like that. Let's go to our next match. This is Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. Or should I say the one, two, three, Jared yeah. taking on Stinger here? God damn it. He's Jeff getting Pock? that fucking Jeff, Jeff Pock. Jeff, he's getting that. Jeff Pock! <laughs> Slap Nut Pock? Yeah. Nut Pock. <laughs> nut Pock! Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a. Hmm, that's unfortunate. That's, that's, a, that's a movie with Rhea's in it, I believe. Dear Penthouse. Jackpot. Uh, chicken, bow, wow. Jericho. Uh, Jericho. Uh, chicken, brown cow. Jarrett goes for the Hurricane Rana, but Sting just power bombs him. Jarrett gets a chair and hits Sting with it up the ramp. Sting clotheslines Jarrett over the uh, rope back in the ring. Sting hits a sunset flip and tries to pin Jarrett, but Jarrett's just holding the ropes. The ref kicks it, has to do it again, kicks the hands, and uh, Jarrett let goes and then starts punching Sting. Sting rolls him over for the win. You're kidding me! Sting won! <laughs> You don't say. Sting wins. <laughs> they had him the belt. Yeah. Sting starts celebrating. We have so, a new champion. So, and before you get to the next part, yes, because they got me on this. Yeah, yeah. I literally wrote, "What in the fucking hell is going on?" <laughs> me too. I was Are like, "Are you goddamn kidding me?" I was, I was like, "Of course, Sting's gonna be the champion now." I was like, "There's a pay per view in five fucking days." Everybody, God damn it. everybody gets one. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? <laughs> It made me really, even though, even though, go ahead and do the second part. Okay, so. And then I have a question. Sing celebrating, we're like, oh my god, he won it again. Um, but then Bischoff comes out, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said this match was never for the title. But then Sting's like, well, Jarrett's going to get his ass kicked now. <laughs> so. to be Jarrett. Yes. Sting attacks Jarrett, throws him uh, into the announce table, breaking it. That's yeah, it doesn't break. Of. Sting then puts uh, him in the Scorpion Deathlock on the ramp. Then he grabs the guitar and blasts Jarrett with it. St- and Jarrett falls off the ramp. Sucks to be Jarrett. Okay, here's my question. And I think I know the answer. It's that nut pack. Go on. I think I know the answer. Has there ever been a credible world champion booked worse, booked weaker, booked more incompetent than Jeff Jarrett in WWE 2000? It's almost laughable. Every time he gets the belt, um, usually through nefarious means, he immediately loses it in his next title defense. Well, ECW champion CM Punk was punted in the head and backstage and lost his title. Now, that's when he was a world heavyweight champion. He was a world heavyweight champion. Yeah, so that was big gold. There's that. That's pretty bad. But at least he was... <laughs> he, like, there's that. that was a bad title reign. But then this guy, he has to cheat like hell to win it. The very next time he automatically loses it first next match, cheats like hell to get it back... Automatic losing it, 
cheats like hell to get it back. First time automatic losing it. I've never seen anybody who could be a credible world champion. He's not going to be a Hogan or Flair with the belt, but he's a credible world champion for a, a while. But I've never seen anybody booked this horrendously. I almost think it's on purpose. Even within Russo's batshit crazy booking. Yeah. I I don't know. I really don't know. It's that crazy thing of, you're right, that the fact that he always gets the title and then within 24 hours. I mean, Jinder had a better title reign than what they're booking JR to have. It's one of those things, I love the fact, even on the NoSo podcast, which you can listen to at NoSoEntertainment.com, we bring up title reigns. I'm like, was this the worst title reign ever? Or was this the most credible title reign by that guy? And we never bring up Jarrett because of the fact that we're witnessing it yeah, now during the war stories. It's, it's a no contest. Um, <laughs> what the? Can I say this? Yes. Uh, there's a guy right now who's about to be in the main event of this paper we're watching that's having a terrible, terrible title reign. Roman Reigns. Not the guy I was thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> Mike Kyoto? That's the other dude. No. It's that right. big guy. The Universal Champion. All white? <laughs> well, according to... Was it MMA or boxing he did that promo for who he introduced Boxing. It was Sean Porter, the guy who got knocked the fuck out two days well, ago. According to the boxing people, he's the current Universal Champion. Big E. Let me check it out. So, well, I uh, mean, according to John Jones, he's fighting current WWE superstar yeah. Jake Hager. Did you see Jake Hager's tweet and reply? I did. Yeah. He's like, actually, we're not. We can if the money's right. And also, I work for AEW. <laughs> yeah, I'm an AEW you superstar, <laughs> Jake Hager, and we're not fighting. We could yeah. if the money's right. Well, we Jesus. go during the break. We see Jarrett getting stretchered out. Uh, we come back, and he's now being Mike Austin driving. Maybe <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> he's just he's also he's like legitimately the ambulance driver. It would be like the one section of this <laughs> show that has so continuity good. in if, it. If, <laughs> if if Mike Awesome was the driver, I would give him MVP. Like the only thing we remember about this fucking show is that Mike Awesome drives the ambulance. <laughs> Buck, buckle up, Jarrett. <laughs> Where to, Jeff? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, uh, hospital. I'm hoping, probably the hospital <laughs> slap nuts. <laughs> Medical facility, please. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Is All right. there? All right, let's skip this next match. As uh, Kimberly comes out with Mike oh. Awesome, and uh, Miss Hancock comes out, and uh, has Kimberly sign a contract. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> there it is. Has Kimberly sign a contract saying uh, she won't be a. Uh, you know, at large, at char, you know, it, liable, what, liable. There, thank you. It, for what she does to Kimberly's face, she, sure, why not? You're not going to do anything. Um, then Miss Hancock introduces her new taxi, taxi partner, man. and it's DDP. And Kimberly's, you can't be out here. And she's, he, he's like, well, listen here, dumb, dumb bitch. You just signed the restraining order. To go away. Which so. makes sense. I mean, I knew that's what it was going to be. Yeah. The way they explained it was terrible and fucking hackneyed. And, in know, that very ring. In, in that very in ring. This very ring tonight. For 50 years. <laughs> you need that sign hanging in your window. I need that That'd be sign. That'd sick. I know a guy. I know a guy who can get that sign. No, 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 he does. <laughs> you got a sign guy? No, <laughs> I, got a sign I, guy. I got a sign guy. He's sign a guy, Dudley. He's a light, he's a light guy. <laughs> Oh, he, you got a light guy? Yeah, I got a you light, know, light guy. guy? Yeah, I got a, he's a white light guy. Uh, <laughs> I got a black light guy. Oh, nice. Oh. Ooh. 
<laughs> no, I just mean a guy that brings a black ladder around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's semen. But uh, he does... Uh, You're not kidding. If he does, he does the... Before uh, after Lex is on TV. When's he come around? <laughs> after. Maybe that's what the problem is. He's the guy that... I got like the um, ECW hat and stuff. Yeah. But uh, he does lights, and it's the ECW logo or the WWF, that oh, logo. I want, the, I want the ECW on. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do here? Oh, awesome goes Whoa. for <laughs> school. Awesome goes for the awesome bomb, but Miss Hancock is distracting him by slowly ripping her skirt. And Mike Awesome has to pretend to be interested. He's like, oh, <laughs> he has to choke down the vomit in his mouth. <laughs> You're not thick, so I was like, why is she ripping? You just like bend over slightly. The fucking skirt is tiny as shit. <laughs> it's a nice skirt you're almost wearing. DDP uh, hits him with the diamond cutter. What was that Lawler line? If that skirt was any shorter, it'd be, or no, if that skirt was any longer, it'd be a belt. <laughs> DDP wins. You don't say. Shocking, I know. We uh, can I ask another question now that since he was just low key, not he's, the wrestler. He's on different show. Yeah, different <laughs> but show. Low key, since his debut, since the whole reimagining with the new blood. Yeah. Is Mike Awesome like the most valuable member of this roster in terms of they use him a lot every show in different ways? He's usually in the work rate match of the night, even if it's a gimmick ambulance match. Then he's like, he's like he was a, f- a filthy animal one night because they needed a body. He's uh, Kimberly's bodyguard because she needs somebody. He's over here cutting hospital promos about Killing Canyon. The dude, I mean, they use him. A lot weekly. Yeah, they use them a lot weekly, they but <laughs> I they were the, yeah. more on that later. <laughs> okay, sir, okay. more on that later for me. We oh, go okay. we go backstage with Pamela. She says that Hogan has told her that he would never fight Horace uh, Hulk. Hulk, because yes. I know horse. that when when Terry Bollea has important uh, decisions to make in life. The first thing he does is he finds Pamela Paul shock and tells her what they are. It's in her dude, it's brother. Paula Poundstone. And then she goes, I guess, oh. I guess he go, she goes, I guess or, the family feud is over, Pam right? Pam Manshoulders, as I've heard her called, which is hilarious. It's like the female IRS. So let's go to the ring with Horace. Or when our shyster or the actual company, the, actual, the actual government agency. I don't know which was worse. She's, she's like the female Bray's daddy. Let's go to the ring with Horace and... Bray Breaker? Eric yes. Bischoff. Uh, Bishop basically says Hogan, Hulk Hogan won't come out because he's a bitch. Well, on my feed, the NWO music hits. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yep. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, they use the NWO music. <laughs> yep. New, new, and I marked new, out. New world order. Really? Not his. Yep. No, not it's his not Voodoo own? Child. Weird. It's it's NWO. NWO music hits. They don't here. have fucking money for Voodoo Child By anymore, 2000, sir. They're like, I mean, Jesus. That, that money train is gone. <laughs> Uh, NWA music hits, and here comes one Hollywood Hogan. I will admit, fuck, I marked out. Yeah, hell yeah. I, Terry Bollea is a trash human being. Accurate. Hulk Hogan is annoying in two thousand. Mm-hmm. But I got all the time in the world for Hollywood Hogan. Sign me up. Hollywood says Hulk Hogan won't be wrestling tonight, but Hollywood will be wrestling tonight. Uh, I also that- think he just looks a million times cooler as Hollywood Hogan. He does. Uh, Hogan then calls for the cage to be lowered. Uh, so I guess we have a cage match here. And I, so I wrote, 
of course he did because he's wrestling before Flair. So of course he's got to take the gimmick, yeah, and spoil the gimmick before fucking Flair even gets in the ring. Do they have a meeting <sighs> weekly? My God, dude! Do they have a meeting weekly where Bischoff, Russo, Hogan, Steiner, Sting, Douglas, Luger, Douglas? They have a meeting Ubi. about how they could fuck over Ric Flair on TV this week. Who's going to do it and how are we going to do it? Who's world champion? Don't worry about that. We'll get to that. How are we fucking Ric yeah. Flair this week? Right? It's, it's like, like, you know, you know, Jesus, you know they, have, they have the match card breakdown backstage on the whiteboard. You have that side by side. Or ideas to fuck over Flair. <laughs> yeah. Suggestion box. Suggestion Just box. how to fuck Ric Flair over. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hogan. Oh, God. Damn. Hollywood chokes Horace with the weight belt. Um, it's fine. Horace. Cody Rhodes. Horace boots uh, the chair uh, into Ho- Hollywood's face and then uses it multiple times. You see say Hogan and Hogan, don't you? I do. Some Hogan on Hogan action here. Holy fuck. Um, Hollywood. You can see Bianca. Sorry, in real time, I have to say this. You can see Bianca struggling because all of a sudden, with that tag, she had to start going from full speed to half speed, and she's still way faster than Natalia at half speed. You can find all the results out on that Holy on the No So Podcast. Uh, Hollywood puts the chair on Horace's face and hits the leg drop for the win. Hey, well, it's topical because watching Natalia in 2021 is kind of like watching a Hollywood Hogan match in 2000. They move about the same speed. She should start wearing a weight belt. Just fucking go full Hogan. What do you do? It's on AEW, Cody. They're, they're about the same speed. They're, they're, yeah, they wrestle out as well. Um, Kidman enters the ring. <laughs> <laughs> What? So they both go to tag her. They both each just tag her tit. Like they, just tit, slap, tit. they just slap Natalia's tit. Watch this. <laughs> All right. Well, what the <laughs> shit? Well, I'll, I'll play Koi here. I have never seen that in my life. Uh, we need to tag in real quick. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Now that hurts. Damn. Uh, Kidman enters the ring. Damn. Uh, uh, I want Dax to tag Cash that way the next time they wrestle. Please do. Uh, Kidman enters the ring, attacks Hollywood, but Hollywood throws Kidman over the top rope through a cable that Horace set up in the beginning of the match. So once again, Hogan comes out first. Of course. Hogan did it first. Hogan did it best. He wins. End of the show, right? Roll credits. (laughs) Nitro's done. Let's go to that heat recap. Uh, um, Sir? (laughs) There's like... 35 more minutes of this fucking show. This fucking show took approximately three end games. Uh, There's still some... I I, I measure time now. I still have um, two matches to go through. Actually, you know how actually I measure time with movies now? No joke. When I found out Hook, that great movie from the 90s, is two hours and 25 minutes long. Wait, what? Damn. Yes. You didn't. You don't, you don't even realize it's that long. I don't remember long. it being that long. I yeah, now I judge either. everything by hook. So I'm like, oh, it's like one and a half hooks. <laughs> is that a tight hook? <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. They, they decided to book reality-based and had Sasha's entire team turn on her. That checks out. Checks out. <laughs> Work yourself with a shoe, brother. <laughs> uh, let's go backstage with Pamela with the Flair family. Flair isn't worried about Russo because he's the dirtiest player in the game. Plus, he realizes Hogan just took his shtick already done. Yeah, so, anyway. yeah, we see Russo asking uh, David where he's at, and I guess David's stuck in traffic. So, our next match in a cage match. I thought you were going to say wrap it around her throat. Dun, 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 dun. And 
is a Ric Flair versus uh, Vince Russo, but you know Ric Flair decides to bring the family on down with him because you know uh, Russo does a shoulder block and chop, and then he struts. Flair gets up, rips Russo's shirt off, and then chops the living hell out of him. I have to admit, dude, I hate the son of a bitch. He was he was entertaining. This he show. is a slimy ass heel bastard. Right? It's Isn't so he's, good, dude. He was so good in this. Well, he's not on mic, right? He's really good at this. Um, Probably because he actually likes Ric Flair. I hate, yeah. So he just learned from Ric Flair. He's like, you know, he, he's just marking out selling for Flair. Yeah. But, but uh, he's so good. Flair kicks him in the groin. It's annoying, right? Throws him in the cage. David Flair comes from under the ring. Russo tries to escape, knocks the ref out, but Reed bites him. Uh, Russo then destroys uh, uh, Flair. What, Reed's a bushwhacker? Guess so. He didn't lick him, bit him. Uh, Flair destroys David in the ring. Russo grabs the animal. Yes, he is. Russo grabs the ladder, pulls uh, down a piece of the cage. Him and Road Road Animal have something in common. Russo is able to get on top of the cage. Um, Russo tries to get back in, but the uh, ladder has been knocked down, so Russo just falls straight to the ground. Robinson sets up the ladder because Flair followed him up. Robinson sets up the ladder for Flair to come back down. Uh, Flair puts Russo in the figure four. Russo's trying to reach for David. This takes forever. And then... We are getting a bloodbath. Uh, yes, we are. A big bloodbath. These bloodbaths are getting excessive. <laughs> like like the whole ring was felt like a pool. I mean, the gangrel bloodbaths were, I mean, just a, you know, a couple it's, buckets were localized. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, this is like a metric fucking ton of red dye just falling all over the arena. I'm so confused by this because they gave the bloodbath. Um, Fish could have swam yeah. in the ring. David puts Flair. It's like Kirk Bay was above them. <laughs> David puts Flair in the ring, uh, in the figure four. Russo covers. Robinson makes the pin. Uh, they and my notes. I have. They made sure not to miss this week's bloodbath. But we're doing the bloodbath. Yeah, we, so much. Like you know what? If we can't aim it right, we'll just hit the entire fucking ring. Yeah. We're, we're doing the bloodbath. It's a good Gallagher show. You first three rolls, you're getting blood on you. I wouldn't worry about it. You know what's going to happen? You come back from the the break, and they've given the first three rows fucking ponchos. Yep. <laughs> when you see the ponchos coming out, you know Black Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> I cried like no bitch. <laughs> but the thing is. We still have a match to do. And it's like, seriously, like. Uh, I wonder if they just changed change, change the mat during a commercial break. They had to. They had to. They were squeegee in that mat off. That would have been amazing if they just kept they it. They should just love that bitch. Yeah. Fuck it. It's like a goddamn murder scene. Yeah. Have, have Rick still laying in it. Sir. <laughs> the gauntlet match is taking place around the dead guy covered in blood. And we're live and in we're three, in two. <laughs> Our next match is Kevin Nash in a gauntlet match. So the he is taking on well, he's members. He's taking on the cream of the fucking crop. Here, he I'll is taking you. on Chris Candido, not his uh, fucking blimp of a wife. Disco, the Mama Lukes, Phil the Animals, Chuck Palumbo, Sean Stasek, Vampiro, and Mike Awesome. Damn. Uh, Disco's eliminated via sidewalk slam. Candido and Johnny Bull eliminated via jackknife. Vito's not even, not even being covered, and the refs making the pin, <laughs> the, the counts. 
Uh, Mysterio gets big booted to get eliminated. Everyone then gets in the ring to attack Nash. Goldberg comes out, cleans house. Bischoff comes out and says, on Thunder, I'm going to suspend you. It, it's funny that we're watching what we're watching in the background because I was thinking with this gauntlet match, God damn, this is like an old school Survivor Series elimination match where all of a sudden, one time out of the year, you get pinned by just a random big boot or a fucking body slam. Right, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, hey, what the hell? But they're not even, the best part is the refs just making the three count. And they're that, not even being covered. That, I was going to bring that up. That's my favorite part. This company has lost the plot so much. The ref, Nash doesn't even have to pin him. Not even a boot on the chest. He literally gives Ray a big boot. And then the ref is like, one, two, three. Part of me was like, what if what if all wrestling matches were like that? <laughs> Just, hey. Can anybody explain it? I was like, what is this? No, I can't. At the very end, Nash is like, at least I'll put a boot on this guy. <laughs> he like he rushed to do like uh I think it was Mysterio. Like he rushed to get it on. Like, here we go, I got a foot on. You know what I think it is? Right. I think it's that they were running so late on time yep. that they decided it would be faster to just as soon as the guy's down, the ref counts it, don't even bother making the pin. Yeah. Not realizing, well, that's fucking stupid. Speaking of stupid, let's go back a day. <laughs> At that point, I'd seen it all. I was like, really? Just phantom pins now? No, wait a minute, Corey. Why Why would we be going back a day? Sunday Night Heat returns, baby. Lessel's favorite because segment. Because we got King of the Ring action going on, and I would be very upset if Joe missed oh, a single my. match you know, of I, the King of the Ring I tournament. I want to thank you because there are... I'm going to need a detail <coughs> breakdown of this, oh, please. There, I'll tell you this now. There are five matches on this card. Hell yeah. Yes, there are. And only two are for the King of the Ring qualified. I didn't say every <laughs> fucking match was the King of the Ring match. Yeah, jeez. Oh, well, let's start off with the King We're going to go back <laughs> day and commentary team is one Kevin Kelly and Michael Hayes. Jesus. Dude, dude, Fuck, dude. dude. <laughs> Doot, doot, what did Kevin Kelly do to deserve that? Doot, doot, doot. Fucking hell. Our first match is for Shane out there. He would be too much chanting. Uh, our first match is for the King of the Ring qualifying. China versus the Godfather. <laughs> Godfather says she doesn't care. Uh, he knows she doesn't care for the hoe, so he's just going to so kick her ass. I'm just going to kick your ass. Gentlemanly. All right. Um, Godfather goes for the pimp uh, splash, but China moves. Eddie gets on the apron with the roses, hits the Godfather, and China makes the cover for the win. There's a pipe in the roses. I mean, I think I've caught on that. Yep. So moving on. Prove it. Moving on. It's China. Our next match is S.A. Rios versus Saturn. Not a King of the Ring match. <laughs> Lita's watching from the back. Saturn with a pop-up powerbomb, and he hits the top rope elbow drop for the win. Then we get a promo with Lillian Garcia with Rikishi. Will you hit the stink face tonight? When an ass needs to be backing up, the ass will back up. Rikishi leaves, but the chair he's sitting in is stuck to his ass. He walks off, and the chair is like stuck to his ass. God damn it. We get a raw recap of... Uh, Rock and Undertaker's Lumberjack match. Kane returning. And then on SmackDown, that Rock, Taker, and Kane become number one contenders. 
We go backstage with Al Snow as he's meditating, and Blackman wants to know if uh, you're ready. And Al mumbles mumble something. It's poor quality of... Uh, I'm all over. Yeah, yeah. The best I can get for in 2000, for those who want to know, 2000, yeah. it's a tough year to find for Sunday Night Heat and Tape Trading World. I, for, this is easily a second or third generation copy. It's of USA Network, but I had to get them from Europe. Damn. <laughs> yes. Our next match. On VHS, by the way. Back in the day. Our next match is a King of the Qualifier. Val Venus with Trish Stratus versus Al Snow. And I'm going to say it here. We'll talk more about it, I'm sure, on Raw because you can hear it better. But this is the debut of Val Venus's horrific, horrific. theme music. It's My like, God. It's like, hello, ladies. It's, but you can almost still hear some horns underneath it, like they mm-hmm. didn't scrub all of his old music. Well, they did. Oh, it's terrible. Al Snow with a sidekick. Trish gets on the apron to distract the ref. Al has the uh, match one because he's pinning him. But Val hits the money shot for the win. Val Her- Venus and China going on in the tournament. Our next match is Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan versus the Dudley Boys in a tables match. On heat. On heat. They brawl uh, on the ramp. Boss Man gets stuck on the ropes, and Bubba continues to punch him as Bo- uh, Boss Man keeps swaying back and forth on the ropes. Devon is on a table, and Boss Man misses the splash and goes through it himself. But he wasn't put through, so continue on. Dudley's hit a 3D on, Buchan- uh, on Bull Buchanan for the win. Then we get a music video of Kid Rock's American Badass with wrestling highlights in it. Mm. Yep. And there it is. And that's all the time for the main event. And our main event for the Intercontinental Championship, Rikishi versus Chris Benoit. Uh, Rikishi dominates most of the match. Benoit puts Rikishi in the crossface, but he's able to get to the ropes. Rikishi goes for the stink face, but Benoit low blows him. Benoit hits a belly-to-back suplex with a bridge for the win. Nailed it. And that was Sunday Night Heat. Feels good to be back. I watched it. Hey, I watched it with you, so, you know. Thank you. This time you're not alone. Well, we're we're not alone as we're going to go to Monday Night Raw, June 5th. Get some more of that sweet Val Venus theme music. (laughs) Hello, late the King of Rockwood. <laughs> That's literally the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the whole thing. <laughs> it's like Val Venus was on Bonanza. Basically. <laughs> hey, let's go to Rochester, New York here. That's not. Where are we going to? Commentary team is JR and uh, Jerry the King of Lawler. We get a recap of SmackDown, Rock, Taker, Kane, all winning the number one contender matches. Then we go backstage with Vince and the Stooges. Vince says if uh, Triple H, uh, Triple H's ego put them in this situation, and if everybody listened to Vince, none of this would have happened. Of course. Sounds familiar. So let's go to the ring with Triple Witch Hunt. It has continued. Let's go to the ring with Triple H with Stephanie. Uh, Triple H says that there has been more people going after the title at once. Ever. This is the first time in WWF history. Is this correct? That there's been this many people going after that? That's a dumbass fucking statement. Yep. I mean, every title reign is built around everybody else in the company wanting that fucking belt. So. And they've literally had 
triple threats and fatal four ways for this title. In the 80s. What the fuck are they talking about? In the 80s, when they were doing like mammoth business in 86, 87, Hogan was feuding with different people depending on what part of the country um, they were touring in. The first rumble was for the title. It was 30 people. So. <laughs> At one point, Hogan was feuding with Paul Orndorff in the Northeast, yeah. Kamala in the Southwest, and King Harley Race everywhere else. And all three were drawing. So, no. Yep. Got it. Well, he continues on saying how competition competition turns him off. But you know what turns him on? Ego. His big. You got that backwards, isn't it? Did I say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, competition turns him on. And the oh, ego yeah. Ego turns him on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that makes sense. Mm. I was like, his hot wife Stephanie? I don't know. I'm trying to type as fast as I can when I hear Without uh, with the, without closed captioning on, uh, Triple H says that I uh, know one person in the world that has the biggest ego, and now and he knows that he's damn uh, that he knows he has a big ego, and he knows that he's damn good. But he says, uh, you know who does have the biggest ego on, the, on this planet? One Vince McMahon. Check that. That's, that. that's actually true. Yeah, uh, Triple H says Vince's ego is the problem now. And then he looks at Stephanie and says, maybe the idea of us taking over the company is, you know, maybe we should start doing that again. Yeah. Well, bitch, chance there, Paul. Vince comes out. <laughs> you done fucked up. I was watching. I'm like, oh, this hits close to home in 2021. Yes, it does. Vince comes out. I would show him this video. Did uh, you see the video of him on no. Twitter? No. He's alive. No, Triple H is alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Paul McCartney's also alive. He was. They. I guess <laughs> the WWE higher ups were uh, checking on the, the Triple uh, H poster. We're checking on yeah. the uh, status of one of the buildings they're actually building. They found him. So they were all walking down with hard hats on and trailing everybody. At the very end is a very frail looking Triple H. He's lost a shit ton of weight. Damn. You could tell it was him because the face and the nose was all there underneath the hard hat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, look that up on Twitter because something weird is on Twitter right now that why he's trending. For Hunter? Yeah. Uh, uh, if you look up Triple H on Twitter, yeah, it's a video of a girl pissing on a stage, <laughs> and for some reason <laughs> Triple H is under that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I heard about that. That happened about a week ago at a rock concert. The girl was just one of the on fans st- got on stage for some rock band I've never fucking heard of. I'm I'm not sure how big they are. Foo Fighters? No, no, I'm serious. Like this is some like underground, like mm-hmm. secondary level band, I guess. And just pisses on the and stage. She got excited. The fan was all for it, so she just whipped down the pants and pissed on them. Right there in front of everybody in the fucking Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Triple H has to do with all that, but well, you yeah, know. he's trending for that reason. Well, uh, Vince. Maybe we find out about Stephanie here. I don't know. Maybe that was yeah. Triple H. The maybe, they, maybe they're just into it. Vince says that without Triple H, uh, without uh, him, Triple H wouldn't have done two things of his biggest accomplishments in the WF. First, being here, and two, marrying fair. Stephanie. And fair. Fair. Vince. Uh, Vince wow, they're both right. It's weird. Uh, Vince threatens uh, Triple H with the saying of that, I made you, I can, damn sure I can break you. That's terrorizing. Triple H brings up December. What paper was that? Armageddon. There it is. We're uh, that you can listen to on uh, NoSaleEntertainment.com. There it is. I was gonna say uh, I thought that was the one that we never saw the light of day, but that was Survivor Series '99. Yeah. So, um, 
We didn't talk about it. Oh, we talked long about it. We did. About how Triple H beat his ass, but Vince tries to take the mic and Triple H shoves him. Vince takes off his jacket and looks like we're about to have himself a fight. But then one Shane O'Mac comes on down to separate them. Shane says both their egos cost Triple H, uh, cost Triple H having multiple number one contenders. Well, Shane thinks that maybe he should be running the company. Probably. Shane says since his, uh, since their egos are out of control, maybe uh, um, he should take them out because he's the ego killer. So I was thinking about that when he said this. In an alternate universe, if Vince had died in like 2003, right? In, in that limo? And it went to Shane. Mm-hmm. What changes do you think Shane makes to the company? So I think he runs it differently than Triple H and Stephanie. I don't think it matters because by 2003, Steph already had her. I know. I'd say in an alternate universe, it just goes to Shane. Uh, How do you think he runs it differently? Because it's definitely different than how they would run it. How do I put this? The dirty little secret nobody in that company really wants to tell you about, although it's known if you just look at everything, is that most of the ideas that Triple H came up with for NXT... Shane wanted to do with ECW when they brought it back in 2006. Hire Andy Talent, keep it real, keep it for the alternative, because he realized they're, well, WF is uh, very popular. There are still fans of what wrestling, so that was going to be the alternative. Mm-hmm. Basically, become your own alternative. All those plans, um, have it be weekly online instead of on TV. That was a Shane idea that got vetoed, but they would do later on. Uh, he wanted to buy UFC when it was for sale. Yep. And just couldn't talk Vince into doing it. Uh, so he had ideas, and they were a lot of them they actually did do. Um, most of them failed, but I don't, that's not his fault. He didn't get a chance to actually man any of the shit. And in some cases, it was like six years after he'd already thought of it that they fucking implemented it. So, I mean, he would have he taken more chances than Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, Be interesting. Uh, Shane what charges if? them, uh, but Vince and Triple H both lay them out. Stephanie then slaps all three of them. Jesus Christ! Rock comes out. Rock says he doesn't mind. Uh, doesn't mind seeing this family feud. He see th- th- he sees three pieces of crap, uh, monkey crap, walking around that ring, being slapped by a two dollar slut. Check it out. I thought the fucking opening on Nitro took forever. Jesus Christ. Rock says that he's the number one contender and he wants his title match tonight. He gives them two options. One, give me the title match tonight. Or two, as Rock starts to head down to the ring. Chatty Kathy Kane comes on out as I am number one contender and I want my shot tonight. Undertaker comes out. Undertaker says he's never seen ton of uh, he's never seen a ton of assholes in one room before. Not true. Who's been to MAGA rally? As then Triple H uh, turns to the crowd and says, he's talking about you. <laughs> Got him. Taker wants his title match tonight. So Vince asks if uh, they want Vince goes, hey, do you guys want to see Triple H take on all three tonight? Well, no. Tonight in this very ring, there will be a triple threat match between Kane, X, uh, Kane, I was going to say X-Pac, uh, <laughs> poor bastard, The Rock, and Undertaker, winner gets a title match tonight in this very ring. And I'm guessing at this point, 
we're going to go straight to those matches because this took an hour and a half. No. We're going to go to our first match tonight as it's a six-man tag. That didn't take an hour and a half? It felt like it. It felt like it watching it. I was actually pissed by the time the con. I was like, that was the most over-long-drawn opening fucking yak fest yet. I didn't mind it. Oh, I was done enough. with it. I mean, in, in execution, it wasn't bad. It was just, to me, it was just so interminably long. Oh. But we're going to go to our first match of the night as it's a six-man tag of Too Cool and Rikishi versus the team of TNA and Val Venus with Trish Stratus. Ow, ow, ow. I'm cross-branding my terrible theme song. Got it. Albert, Albert. Southern born, southern bred. Albert tries to do a sunset flip over Rikishi and slips, and and, uh, Rikishi just sits on him. So Rikishi saves it by getting up and sitting on Albert Albert multiple times to save the spot. Uh, Scotty hits the worm on test. Grandmaster hits the hip hop drop, but the ref's on the outside. Trish gets on the apron with a boot, and uh, Grandmaster steals it and hits test with it. Seriously, who hits someone with a boot? The, the refs gets distracted by Trish on the outside. Val hits Grandmaster with a tag belt for the win. Rikishi's going to stink face uh, Val, but Trish gets involved and shoves Rikishi, slaps him. So Rikishi gives Trish Stratus the stink face, and I, I got, thought I thought Trish's face was going to be gone. I, I mean, this this was the most, I mean, of that entire face. The face went in. was between cheeks. Uh. From ear to ear. It went gone. She, she was giving him a colonoscopy without the camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean. She took a look. That's a rib. Somebody. Like, that's a rib. That is. Welcome to the business, chick yeah. lady. You want to yeah. be in the business? You're All right. Somebody went up to him in the day and said, you're going to. You're gonna you're gonna do it. Not gonna, just a little bit. Not, not just go to the neck under the chin like you some actually guys. Know what I'm thinking about it. I've actually was her idea. The brown eye. She fucking wants. She wanted to be in that ring. Fucking yeah. hell! I think I bet it was her idea. Well, she's got more guts than I do because I'd want to be in the ring, but I don't want. I don't want my fucking face up his asshole. Well, the face went in and damn near touched the brown eye. <laughs> Cheer all over. Not even. I, yeah. Not even I want to kiss Trish Stratus <laughs> now. So funny. Well, don't worry, guys. The good guys dance after that. We go. Twenty-one <laughs> years later, I kind of want to. Going his in his ass? No, kiss. Oh. No. <laughs> I mean, she's 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 morphed into yoga mom, but you know. she's hotter now. Milf. She's the brunette. So. I like the curves of early Trish, though. But I mean, she's hot now. Don't get me wrong. Oh, she's hotter now. You can fuck with Devin thinks. Shots uh, across the ball. Can we? Uh, fuck you, Devin. Let's go backstage. He's literally a piece of shit. Let's go backstage with the McMahon Helmsley faction. So she would know him then, because she's Rikishi's ass. Devin's a piece of shit. And to one of my, I think, one of my favorite moments of the night for all. Oh, I popped. So, I popped so hard. I laughed out loud. Me too. So hard. The at McMahon this. Helms, he's like, guys, let's just hug it out. Group hug. Like, this part was funny too. That it part was, was good too. Group hug. And then Briscoe's like, I'm going to go shut the door. And as he's about to shut the door, you see Crash Holly. Sprinting <laughs> to the, the door with a chair, <laughs> and then fucking Briscoe shuts the door on him. 
<laughs> and everyone's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was so good, dude. That was funny. Not knowing he's coming. The timing was like. Oh, my God. <laughs> I popped so hard for Crash this one. Crash has really good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Which, as we've said, if you're a wrestler, that's the worst thing you can show Vince you have. But, but it's worth it for him. Well, you know, God, that was funny as shit. Plus, he knows. I would have to think that he knows There's, his lot. This is his yeah. limit. He's, this yeah. is his ceiling. He's short. And this is still a, definitely the era where McMahon cares He's an okay wrestler. You know, he's nothing special. He's not great, but he's okay. Yeah. He's no Bob, Bob, Bob Core. No. I got an idea. I got an idea. But this was, I, I legitimately just like laughed hard when yeah. he hit the door. And we're only a couple months away from where he's the third best Holly in the, in the fucking locker room. There it is. I, I popped so hard for this. Oh, it, was it was just perfect. The time. Because I didn't see it coming. Because I'm yeah. like, group hug. Okay, move along. Let's go. And Briscoe's like, let me shut the door. And then you just see a sprinting crash. I was like, what is happening? The only thing I didn't like about it, and, then, and I loved it. But I almost wish that they hadn't shut the door because I think it would have almost been funnier to see if what he the w- hell he's going to do with all those guys right that, there. Yeah. Like, even if he hits Briscoe from behind, mm. all of them are right there. They're going to stop him. The only thing I think it would have been better is if he had the chair sideways and ran to like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Like a dog with a big stick. <laughs> well, let's go to our next match. It's a King of the Ring qualifier. Ah, some more of them. We already Sorry, Joe, that this was not on heat. It was not. As it's Road Dog with X Pac and Tori. The King of Rock, what? The King of Rock, who? Taking on one. Chris. Even you would not, Kelly, believe I can fly. Taking on Chris Benoit. What? Boy, this to me, again, I must sound like a broken record, but this just seemed like a culture clash of two eras. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Benoit's fresh and. You know, new, even though he's been around wrestling longer than Road Dog. Yep. But Road Dog and his whole look just scream a different era now. It does. And it's just like, oh, what are we doing? Uh, Benoit goes to the top to do a he- top rope headbutt, but X Pac trips him. The Dudley boys come out to attack X Pac and distracts Road Dog. A big dick Nick Khan at ringside in the, in the fans. Uh, Benoit hit, does his belly to belly, belly to back suplex with the bridge for the win. After the match, Bubba grabs Tori. It looks like we're going to finally get revenge on Tori. Uh, but X-Pac low blows Bubba, and they get away. Let's see. That feud is still going. Are we about to lose Road Dog? No. No? It really feels like he's checked out. And oh, he's definitely checked out. He's, he's about to like go away for a few months. He's got some Scott Hall yeah. issues by this point. That's what I'm wondering, because he already had one rehab stint when he was injured. He got about six more months. Okay. I don't consider <laughs> that soon. So. No. <laughs> it's, he seems just not in the right spot. Mm-hmm. He wants yeah, to be no, there at all. He's, he's definitely um, he's dragging Pac down. Yeah. Uh, let's go backstage with Kevin Kelly with Briscoe and Patterson as they're just talking. And then the camera pans from behind and you notice that it's uh, Crash Holly waiting his turn to sneak attack Briscoe again. So he turns away to get the running start. And as that's happening, they Briscoe and Patterson switch spots. Briscoe uh, wants to try on Patterson's new hat. So when Crash turns around, he he thinks he sees Briscoe, Patterson in the same spot, runs, 
tackles Pat Patterson. You just hear like, what the hell is this? And then <laughs> Briscoe just leaves. Briscoe just out. Gi- he gives chase to uh, Crash after uh, all this. Also, uh, Briscoe can move still at this point. Jesus. He's what? He's, he's in his mid-50s, 55 they said. five or so. 55. He can still get after it. If he wanted to hook you. Hook hook I mean, not me, but you know somebody else. Jesus, I forgot. <laughs> the man that cannot be hooked. Billy Badass right here. Unhookable. Unhookable. The unhookable. I'm unfuckwithable. I'm Rufio, as it were. Rufio. You slip what in Rufio. Rufio. Uh, we go to Kevin Cove Kane. Kane says that there's no allies in this match. When it comes to the WWF title, he has no brother. I miss Kane not talking. That's great, he's wasn't ch- it? He's a chatty Cathy. Well, since he hasn't talked for so long, he has to get it all out. Pent up. Pent up. Pent up words. He's got oral blue balls. Yep. (laughs) He needs to. He's got oral fixation. He needs to explode here. A blue Adam's apple. (laughs) Yeah. Got a blue apple. Blue apple. Our next match as Crash. He hasn't been late since Tory left. Verbally constipated. Yep. Crash goes to the ring, calls out Briscoe. Patterson introduces Briscoe, and we get the Hulk the real American theme again. Jump the shark. JR's like, we turn this nauseating music off. <laughs> so our next match, the hardcore title, Crash Holly versus Briscoe. I didn't uh, like this. No. No. It needs to not be in, a, in the ring. It doesn't. Yes. Crash attacks Briscoe on the ramp. Briscoe tries to run off. Briscoe sprays the fire extinguisher. Crash hits Briscoe with a trash can lid and a kendo stick. Patterson tries to get in, but Crash stops him. Crash throws Briscoe into a chair and then puts... Um, they find Patterson's dirty underwear and puts it on his head. Briscoe then hits Crash with a kick and uh, pins him, and Patterson helps, and they double pin him for the win. So your winner and still hardcore champion, Jared Briscoe. We've talked about it a thousand times. This company loves to find something and just run it into the fucking ground. More evidence of that later in the main event. Than Pat Patterson's Thursday. shitty underwear. I know this was a further rib on pa- on Briscoe to try to get him to fucking throw up on TV because yep. they put him on his head. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing behind the scenes only happened because Briscoe's got a notorious weak stomach and Vince tried to make him throw up. Uh, JR talked about on, on, on the air. He's like, he's going to throw up on camera. He's I know that's what they were hoping up. for. He's got up yoke. Jeez. Well, they need to replace Draws. So. Don't put Briscoe in the ring with D-Lo. Uh, we go so back. We're talking to the real deal now. We're good, Nick. Uh, <laughs> we're going to Michael Cole with, Michael. with Undertaker. Uh, Cole brings up what Kane said. You remember when Taker didn't talk? That was cool too. Undertaker says what Kane said. He's damn right about it. Well, first he's like, did Kane say that? Oh, he's damn Kenny right. Spits into his spittoon there. He's... It's a huge wad of tobacco. He's like, hey, I'm John Wayne. Cool. Then he's like, Howdy, he's partner. Damn right. You've done it now. Hey, my wife is like 13 right now. It's cool, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm doing her now. Yeah, but, just, uh, just, allegedly. Just allegedly. Let's go to our next match. <laughs> Somehow we turned Undertaker from Kid Rock to Jerry Lee Lewis. Allegedly. <laughs> our next match, it's. Oh, Lewis has way more talent. To determine the number one contender. I mean, did Taker have a, a, a favorite name after him? I think not. Fucking, oh. No? No. Oh, yeah. Revenge of the Taker. Damn it. Hey, you did. Did, did Dennis Quaid ever play Undertaker in a movie? No. I not yet. Not. Not no, yet. he didn't. Not there yet. There you go. There it is. Not yet. Suck it. Not yet. 
when Vince's bio. I want that Dennis Quaid guy to be my Undertaker. Oh God, who the fuck plays Undertaker? No Dennis one, Quaid. Knowing them, Undertaker. Oh, we need to cast that movie. We yes. know that on, yeah, more than us all this week. We're gonna cast that WWE movie, sir. Oh yeah. Well, we're, we're gonna write that down. We're gonna do that. Wait, what? Yeah, cast it for him. Who would play what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. God damn it, Joe. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Dennis Quaid. He was distracted by Biggie's testicle swinging yeah. in his face. Um, winner determines the contender for their match later on tonight. Uh, Kane, Taker, double team the Rock to start the match. Rock hits the Rock bottom, but Kane is still in the ring, so um, stops the count. Kane hits the choke slam on the Rock, but Undertaker breaks up the pin. Triple H leaves the announce table to attack Undertaker. Hits both Taker and Kane with a chair. Kane stumbles into the as he was in the ring into the rock bottom. Rock wins. Triple H hits the rock with the title after the match. So your main event tonight, guys, Triple H versus The Rock. Fresh two matchups. Fresh. Did you watch it on Plex? Yes. So uh, first of all, on our on, on the cock, they didn't blur out the Kid Rock's album, which is awesome. Yeah, they, yeah, heard, they still blur they it out. checked once. They blur it out because what this guy's done. Well, no, they didn't. No, they didn't this time. Oh, they didn't. No. no. Oh, I must have. I must have. Been yeah. Then, uh, so, but commentary dumped out during his interest. What were they saying? Do you know? Uh, they weren't saying anything important. Just random, you know, hype for the match and Jr. with his oh, becomes the American badass. You know, he's like John Wayne. <laughs> and I think he's going to be played by Dennis Quaid down the line. He's like John Wayne. He just kills a bunch of minorities in movies. It's cool. I was going to say, John Wayne, well, he is a Howdy, hardcore racist. Yep. Uh, alleged woman beater. I don't know if it's true or not. Allegedly. Uh, that's why I said alleged. I'm just allegedly. And is rumored to have the smallest dick in Hollywood history. Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's go to our next match. None of that sounds good to me. Plus, those movies were fucking stupid. Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Stupid ass fucking movies. I mean, I grew up on them because he played Genghis Khan. <laughs> Just, well, you not, know. Let's not get into Hollywood's history of using white men and makeup to play Asians and everything else. You know, all that, all that English Genghis Khan spoke. You know. <laughs> in that... In those desert hills of fucking Asia. <laughs> Don't let that get in the way. <laughs> fucking idiots. Jesus. That how, many, guy. how many fat white guys were Charlie Chan? <laughs> I got if if you're going this deep. Short circuit. I love the movie. The yeah. uh the scientist. Johnny Five. Not, oh, oh you know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, what's his name? I know the actor. He's from, yeah, he's, he's not he's, Indian. He's one of the nephews in uh, um, the Super Mario Brothers movie. And yeah. I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another yes. dude. Let's go to our next match. Is Johnny Five alive. Okay. Our next match is Godfather and, and Dean Malenko. It's not giving short circuit enough respect. It's got Steve Gutenberg, goddammit. I'm just confused by this tag Mahoney. team. I'm just confused by this tag team of Dean Malenko and Godfather. You put well, some respect on Mahoney's name, first of all. <laughs> Haven't you figured out? Ever since he Dean took him up on the horrors, um, Godfather's like, this guy's cool because he's he's slinging uh, hooker poon. He's slinging, all over he's slinging the, Iceman dick. All over the locker room. Um, he's a man of a thousand cum shots. It will be made clear soon, sir. 
when Dean Malenko gets his new gimmick. Ooh. Man of a Thousand Hoes? Somehow worse. Glacier. Let's just say that <laughs> Vince McMahon has something he likes to do. Take Stephanie? The pe- besides his daughter. And that is take what he considers to be the most boring guy on the roster and make him either a ladies' man or just a dude swinging a huge cock. That can be serious for a minute. Mm-hmm. Boring. Yep. He's got a thing. Well, they're taking on Eddie Guerrero in China. Cool. Eddie doing the work of three people at this point because <laughs> Dean's checked out. <laughs> Eddie with the... Well, Dean's just there to... Just collect that check. Yeah, he's collecting the check. Eddie with a uh, rever- a huge pop up reverse into Hurricane Rana. Hey, what's up, Frankensteiner? It's not off the top rope. Weiner, just wait. Are you saying Scott Steiner can't do that off the top rope? Is that what you're telling us? Right no, now? I'm saying he can. I'm just saying I call it Frankensteiner if it goes off the top rope. By the way, it was thirty four twenty. It's not even the proper Frankensteiner off the top rope. Anyway, Malenko tries to put China in the cloverleaf, but Eddie comes in. Uh, Gets hit with a total roll slam. Eddie gets knocked out to the outside, and the hosts around him, and he's like, hey, ladies. But China pulls him back in the ring and yells at him. Ooh, China was pissed. Uh, China, uh, Eddie reverses a total roll slam into a roll-up for the win. He lies, he cheats, he steals. It's something, something gimmick. I mean, you had to know that going in. You can't be surprised. Yeah. Can't just start dating a rock star and be pissed off with their banging groupies. Like it's, it's what they do, man. I'll tell you, it's how I spend my days working hard on the go. So, so they win. Eddie begs it. China for forgiveness. It didn't mean anything to him, and she does. Uh, let's go to our ne- let's <laughs> go to our cool. next match. Cool. As it's the a King of the Ring qualifier, Farouk versus Hardcore Holly. Oh, mm. stiff. Farouk <laughs> dominates like the entire match. Oh, but Holly reverses the Dominator and hits a Falcon Arrow for the win. He saw how I will during the match though. Farouk was getting angry because he couldn't get the three count. I will just say that it does break my heart to see Farouk and Teddy Long arguing. Right, right. I got an idea. How you about know. I win the whole thirty-two man tournament? So, cause Doom. Well, we hurts. go backstage with Kurt Angle telling Edge and Christian that they how they how they beat up the Dudleys and Jericho, and that they did it so they could defend the honor of Stephanie. And they're like, and <laughs> and he's like, there she. What do we get? She'd be so happy about that that she might give you guys a title match. And now they're back. That's in. awesome. Oh, okay. And this is my favorite part. As they're leaving, they're leaving off camera, and Angle goes, "Hey, by the way." He goes, no, I beat Bradshaw last week. <laughs> it's like, for no reason. No reason at all. He's like, by the way, I beat Bradshaw last week. That was awesome. For no reason. Uh, we get a recap of last week of Joe C helping Too Cool beat Edge and Christian for them to win the tag titles. Uh, let's go to our next match. Uh, it's going to be another six-man tag of uh, <laughs> Kurt Angle, Edge, Christian versus Jericho and the Dudleys. But before... Lillian Garcia calls Edge and Christian the tag team champions. She does. Two, uh, Christian brings up that Rochester knows three things. One, the best chili dogs for the past three years. Really, I guess he knows something about chili dogs. Two, 
Home of the uh, home of the Rochester. Christian doesn't know what teams belong well, I'm, here. But I'm sure they're good. If the, I, I'm sure. And then three, Kodak film. Engel doesn't understand that it's known for Kodak and a, after the fact that it has a ton of ugly people. So tonight's moment, five-second post, will be called the Kodak moment. A true Kodak moment. I just, I love at one point, Engel says something to the effect of, and last week... <laughs> I was hitting the genitals in a high hockey stick with my midget. Like, it's just a great sentence to say on television. <laughs> but that's just something you don't do in American Hero. You just don't do it. No, you don't. That's 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 you just don't. It's blasphemous. Uh, back and forth match. Dun- uh, Dudley's go for the three D. Exactly. But Edge pulls Christian out of the ring. Angle hits the Olympic slam for the on Bubba for the win. Uh, after the match, Jericho. Fuck you, Bubba. After the match, Jericho puts Angle in the walls of Jericho. The Dudleys 3D, then they 3D Angle through the uh, table. That move is getting super fucking over with this crowd, by the way. It is. They are wanting that at any point now. Give me that, give me that, give me that. Give it to me now. That Val Venus theme song, got it. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go to our next matches. It's the Hardy Boys versus Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan. Oh, thank God. We see Lita. We see Lita watching this from the back. Um, short sh- short story here. Matt throws Boss Man into B- Buchanan. Jeff hits the Swanton for the win. After the match, Buchanan and Boss Man beat each other up. That team's over. Well, you hate Time to, to start that Bull Buchanan push. All right. What? Not sure we needed that. <laughs> we uh, we go backstage with Triple H telling the McMahon Helmsley faction to stay him back because Triple H wants to prove that he's better than The Rock. Then we get a Triple H promo with Michael Cole as Cole brings up Triple H told the faction to stay him back. Triple H says that he's going to prove that he's good. Cole brings up that there's a special guest referee. This is Earl Hebner. I'm out. I'm already out. Earl's not a special guest referee. He's, he's just your. He- a, he's just a ref. It's his goddamn job. It's his job. <laughs> hey, look! It's our special trash man to this week. It's Tom. Tom's worked for you for thirty years. How is this special? Uh, Triple H says he doesn't care, but he's just going to win tonight. Uh, Cole and asks Stephanie a question, question. He brings up that Triple H is a fighting champion. But then he brings up the fact that she hasn't defended that title since she's won it. So she's uh, like, you know, uh, you know, um, and she's like, I don't have a number one contender. Ivory and Jackie come in and yell at her. So she goes, you know what? On SmackDown, there'd be a battle royal. And the winner of that gets a ma- match with me for the title. So all six of them got it. Let's go to the main event for the WWF Championship as The Rock takes on Triple H. Corey's favorite feud. It all is. Time. All time. Corey, right? For that, the unmitigated. That Rivals DVD. The balls of this company to give us this again. Hmm. I don't care if it's free TV. Uh, Rock explodes to start, the, ma- to start the match. Uh, tri- Rock throws Triple H off the announce table into the post. Rock back body drops Triple H onto the announce table. Triple H flies past it. 
Triple H is stomping the rock in the corner and Triple H won't stop. So Earl grabs him by the hair. They argue. The faction comes out. Rock knocks them all off the apron. Rock hits the spine buster in people's elbow, but X-Pac pulls Earl out. Earl kicks X-Pac and Pac sells it like a champ because God get Earl over. Uh, Rock gets thrown into Earl. We get a ref bump. The faction comes and attacks the Rock. Kane and Undertaker come out and fight off the faction. Kane chokeslams Triple H. Rock goes to hit Shane with the chair, but Shane moves and Rock hits the Undertaker. Undertaker chokeslams the Rock. Kane and Taker continue to beat up everybody on the outside, but Triple H covers the Rock for the win. We get the Earl count, and Earl counts with the right one time and then counts with the left hand twice. So your winner and still champion, Triple H. After the match, Rock, Triple H, Rock, Taker, and Kane have a stare down with the the faction. Half an Nitro hour. took so long for me. I feel the same way. Holy fuck. And that's fuck. why I'm giving it to Raw. But the interminable shit with the McMahon regime and these three yahoos, to me, is as long and boring as anything on Nitro. I, s- I could see how it's like long and boring. I get that. But I would almost prefer that than having the exact same time frame be 37 fucking segments. And I can't remember if, for fuck all what the hell happened. It's fair. Let's go to the ratings. Last week, WCW got a three to WWF's 6.4. So your go-go home show for WCW for Great American Bash got a 2.8. Ouch. Mm-hmm. WWF did go down, though, to a 5.9. Damn. So. I don't know the hell the, the excuses because last week was Memorial Day, so that'd be sense that. I don't know what the fuck happened this week. I don't know. Ew, rough. So let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start it off with best match. There wasn't a lot for me to there, pick there, from. There wasn't. I went Triple H versus The Rock because that's that's all I had. I'm just so tired of it, and it's the same match every time. I know. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Um, you got to do it. There's nothing. There's, There's nothing. Um, <laughs> I look, I can't, I can come up with nothing else that was good. That warranted getting an award. You know what? I'll go uh, Hollywood Hogan and Horace. There it is. There you go. Okay. Uh, it's Return I, of Hollywood. I'm going to drop, uh, I'm going to go with Rock and Triple H. Jabroni match of the week. Uh, Eric Bischoff versus Terry Funk. Yeah, that entire that entire portion of the segment. A portion of a segment. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that was, that was god awful. God, time. Jesus. Uh, who's your MVP? <laughs> Crash. Holly. Is it Crash? Yeah, mine was Crash for the spot. <laughs> He's the only one that I got pure joy out of. There's that, Crash the, him running in the door. What the <laughs> hell was that? He was legitimately the highlight of the show for me. It was. For me, too. I'll go Hollywood Hogan. Nice. Yeah. Who is your motive? Ooh. I'm going to go last list if you guys don't mind. Okay. It's Kimberly. Uh, right? it's Kimberly. She's, it's on her, Kimberly. she's on her screen. Yeah, if you're Kimberly's it's on the screen, it's okay. terrible. Mine goes back to a point Corey was making earlier. But how how much they use Mike Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing. This is not how you should be using Mike Awesome. 
That is true. The way they're using him. Random jobs. Now is like the bodyguard for Kimberly. He's playing second fiddle to Kimberly. Is why no one fucking remembers Mike Awesome. Why he was wasted as a talent. And a wasted fucking career. What's funny is that being Kimberly's bodyguard is easily the best gimmick he had in WWE. That's unfortunate. Because <laughs> this sucks, dude. It's not great. They have they actually have some really interesting young talent. I know my cousin's not necessarily the youngest person, but they have young talent. He's fairly young. He's, he's, I mean, he's new like though to the main event 30s, scene. So. And they just well, he's settled against DDP. You see, this fucking sucks, man. And God, what a waste! I'll just wait until we mark out our no sell on the midweek. Oh, mm-hmm. as they were saying it all week, I was like, Jesus, fuck this card. But uh, yeah. So all of us had. Pretty much the same area. Yeah. So, WTF? Oh, that entire Bischoff Funk segment. What the actual fuck? Where somehow Bischoff and Funk were bit players in their own title match segment? <laughs> they were like, they were like, all right, you guys start the match. We'll have a mid-match feud in the middle, and then you guys come back. So, we'll so we start it. the match, and we're going to have a 20-minute mid-match Kimberly-Miss Hancock feud. Yep. You know what it is? That match, Bischoff and Funk... Were an established successful sitcom that opened up its own show and then did a backdoor pilot yep. for the majority of yep. the episode and then came back for the credits. This was like ER <laughs> did a backdoor pilot with like Doogie Hauser. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing? You guys like what you see? <laughs> what in the fuck is this? Terrible. That's what it is. Yeah, fuck that segment. Fuck Kimberly. Just oh, uh, I I agree wholeheartedly with everything you just said. But my WTF will be, and I know I'm on an island here, but I'm so sick and tired of this fucking main event scene on WF. I could, I could fucking throw up. I need some fresh blood in that fucking scene. I'll ask Austin to come back, please. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? I mean, I asked, hey, in all fairness, you're not wrong because I asked for some new blood a month ago and got the Undertaker and the Undertaker back. So, so yeah. yeah. I, I'm done with it, man. Yeah. I'm done with it. You, you know what's. And I agree. It's because you can look at the roster and see the talent they could be using. You have so many people. Angle and Jericho and Benoit and the Hardy and Edge and Christian and Rikishi. There is so much other people you could be using and elevate. You could you could use one of these four people who, who are in this and just elevate somebody. If it's going to be Triple H, fine. Then have him run through a bunch of faces. Have him run through Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I'm not saying that these guys have to leave. but oh. Add some people because goddamn. Ugh. I don't know how much I can take of this. Like, it's just the same. It's the same four. Remember when you said this was your favorite year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, don't you remember that one? And you know what? Overall, storyline wise, I still love it. The mid card in DOF is fine for me. There's a lot of fresh people. There's interesting matchups. Uh, but this main event scene, fuck it, man. Just fuck it. Ugh. Go on. <laughs> Hashtag fuck it. Uh, 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 uh. My my WTF is the the, the uh, sitcom uh, idea for w, for WCW. I got an idea. We're starting a match. We'll go backstage, start a new episode, come back to finish it. <laughs> got it. You know what this is? Remember when they like would do those main events where like they would show like the first ten minutes of a movie, and then come back and show the like the main event. Yep. Remember that shit? Yeah. So like, yeah, no. Stupid. So like, I think I figured it out. 
an episode of Trailer Park Boys started. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Bischoff. Yep. Then all of a sudden, it went to commercial and came back, and Desperate Housewives was on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? And then Desperate Housewives ended, and then the very end of Trailer Park Boys came back. Yeah. Not as much as you, brother. brother. So. <sighs> Guys, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. As we're moving on to the midweek. Oh, Thank God, because I didn't like either show, honestly. We get to Mark Out Mark No, Mark no, out no sell, baby. For the great American bash that has felt like it should have been here a week I ago. I don't know why I put the word great in that. It's the American bash. It's the American bash. <laughs> With great. So, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs, and everything that... Corey does in his free time. Not everything. I found out some stuff is illegal to put on camera. Oh, we did talk about a chick pissing on stage. That was Corey. And you can find out that at nocellentainment.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.